Welcome. Today's episode is slightly different from normal because I have one of our guest speakers with us. I have Francesca Zampaglione, and she's also a regular to the meetings. So, Francesca, welcome and thank you for being with us. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for inviting me. Francesca is a speaker who creates workshops for organizations to present to their staff to improve their virtual and in-person image, to create trusted relationships and build credibility with confidence. Now yes. we got Francesca to do a fabulous guest speaker talk at one of our meetings and the topic was confidence for entrepreneurs. So I've asked her to come on this podcast and share some of her talk that she did with us in the meeting because I really feel it will benefit those who couldn't make the meeting, and even those who were there who need a lovely reminder. So, yes. Francesca. Liz, thank you so much for having me back. It's such a pleasure and an honor to, to see your smiling face and, and to be here and talk about my favorite things, for sure. Oh, well, thanks for coming. Yep. So basically, in the meeting where you and Steve invited me, I came up with the top three things that I think are important for entrepreneurs. Um, of course, there are several other things, but in the interest of putting things in three buckets and to allow for simplicity so people could remember, the number one thing is to build your mind. As an entrepreneur, we're by ourselves. Perhaps we have stories that we tell ourselves that we're not capable or that we're not worthy. And it's really important to pay attention to the words that we tell ourselves because these words become thoughts, then become feelings. And feelings can be the last to change. So we kind of have to move back and say, okay, what kind of words am I telling myself today? And it's just, maybe it's just what we're looking at that day. So that's my number one tip is to build your mind with strong words, affirmations, perhaps like I am worthy, I am amazing, I am brilliant, I am kind, I am generous. And maybe it helps to also write those things out. So to help you build your mind. The second thing, and we can go back and talk more about it, but the second thing is to build your tribe. Again, what happens is if we're in a bad position in our mind, or you know, perhaps a client rejects us. There's a lot of rejection in the entrepreneurial world. Would you agree, Liz? <laughs> oh yeah, rejected, right? And sometimes, you know, as spiritual entrepreneurs, we become very sensitive to this, and perhaps it brings us down for a day. Well. I say build your tribe and have someone who you can call in a moment's notice that can help dig you out of that. I have a really good friend. She and I are fellow entrepreneurs. I know in a moment's notice, I can call my friend Christine or text her and then she'll call me and we'll talk about it just for a few minutes. And we lift each other up from the dust, if you will. So it's important to have perhaps a couple of people like that in your circle that are there to support you. So let's review again. So build your mind with those positive words and build your tribe. It's really important. Even maybe it's not an individual, maybe it's a group like, you know, the, the star seed networking group in that group, Liz, you and Steve give us such an incredible opportunity to meet all a lot of other people. So build your networking group and tribe as well. Um, and people who you can connect with and help you bring you to that beautiful, positive place. And the third tip, so we'll review, build your mind, build your tribe, 
The third tip is one of my favorites because I actually created a course on it. So build your body. So what does that mean? So in this virtual world, you know, three years ago, we all buckled down and did what we needed to do. And now today we know that virtual meetings and networking is here to stay. And I say, thank goodness for that, because you are thousands of miles away from me. And I would never have the opportunity if it weren't for the virtual. So a couple of things to keep in mind to build your body. And that is to wave hello, right? In person, there she is. In person, it's very natural. We can see everyone's full body language, right? And we can see the nonverbal cues. Virtually, we don't always have access to someone's entire body. In fact, most of the time we don't. It might be just from the waist up like you see me here today. So it's important to show your hands. And this actually dates back, your hands, palms, dates back to caveman times when we needed to show our hands or I needed to see your hand, Liz, to see if you were a friend or a foe, if you had a weapon in your hand. So these are prehistoric times, but our brains are that millions of years old. So first thing you might want to do entering in a call is definitely show your hands and say, hi, it's a friendly gesture, right? Or um, another thing to show, hey, you know, when you say, can you hear me? Is your microphone on? Like, put a thumbs up, you know, encourage people to, to show their thumb. Um, another thing is, in, in fact, when you and I, before we hit record, you were telling me some things that really touched my heart. And I went like this, right? I showed you like how, how grateful I am to be with you today. And I'm just showing my heart here. Um, and then there's the most confident gesture. So I'm going to ask you, do, do you remember the most confident gest hand gesture that I can share with the audience today? Maybe Is not. it the superwoman Wait. pose or the Wonder Woman pose? Oh, where you stand up, actually, hands on hips. Where I stood up. It's actually, so I'll get to the Wonder Woman pose because there's great research. But to show confidence, people hold their hands in the steeple position. And you might now notice speakers on televisions or on the television or, um, you know, anywhere like politicians. A lot of people who have a, a strong level of confidence will do this. And that shows innately they might just do this naturally and not realize it. So yes, the Wonder Woman pose is an incredible example of this. And my personal story, when I was researching it myself, uh, when I was in corporate, I needed to deliver financial information. So I'm a recovered CPA for those of you just tapping into this, <laughs> to this show. And I needed to deliver bad news a few times where we didn't make the budget and it was below budget. And I needed to explain this to a board of other CPAs. And I, I was nervous and I didn't know how to get myself out of that nervousness. And I discovered the Wonder Woman pose. And it was something that I would do for two minutes in a mirror prior to me walking into the boardroom. And I would say, I can do this. I know this. My work is good. And again, delivering to myself positive affirmations, but just this open body language gave me the confidence that I needed to do this presentation. So um, there are plenty of videos on YouTube if someone cares to research. The person who I reference is Amy Cuddy, C-U-D-D-Y. She's, um, you know, um, She's a Rhodes Scholar and has done all this research and 
did this power pose that we call the Wonder Woman pose, that when we have this open body language, it's going to guarantee us success, right? If you go into an interview closed or in a meeting like this, that tells the person across the screen or across the table, gives them a certain message. So we want to have an open body language and there is a direct connection with what our body says and what our brain thinks. So that is build your body. And I have also, like I said, I, I created a workshop as a speaker that talks about different virtual tips that we can keep in mind. And I even, another thing that you and I were talking about prior to recording, I have a podcast in episode 106, which was just released last week, which was, you know, in the beginning of July, um, the expert there, she's a scientist, neurologist, and she says that when you're on a virtual call, it's probably best to just have speaker view because what happened, and she's done all the research because it all came up during the pandemic. We had this thing we called Zoom fatigue. It's actually, there's technical term is virtual conference fatigue. And basically the research shows that looking at 10 or so people in a frame, all those different faces, it's very unnatural. It's very unnatural for our brain. So you might want to consider putting on um, just speaker view. And then the other exhausting thing is perhaps looking at yourself. That can become exhausting. So maybe you want to just, you know, turn off the self view if that helps you. Again, it's a moment of reflection and to see what you're used to. But there are important tips, again, that I incorporate into my workshop just to share with people and how they can, you know, feel better about the time on screen. But again, we try to emulate the in-person virtually. So we're going to quick review, build your mind important words, affirmations, if you will, build your tribe and build your body. Those are my top three tips, Liz. Brilliant. So I I want to touch on that speak of you. Now that is sure. what really helped me with confidence when I first started doing webinars of my own. And um, because I'm okay speaking with audiences, I used to do public speaking at school, but the virtual setup is a little bit different. So um, I do it practically. I had one time ever where the recording, I decided I wanted to do gallery view, see all the lovely faces. I spotlighted my camera and there was a glitch with Zoom. And so it recorded gallery instead of just my spotlight. So I had to quickly learn how to cover everyone's faces. Um, you know, so don't breach data protection. And right. so now to just make sure it's it's all recorded fine, I do speak of you and I spotlight my camera for the recording. But what I noticed is for people who maybe aren't so confident presenting to loads of people, you only see about five or six faces above your face in the Zoom screen that to build that confidence, you don't have to stare at a screen of however many people are in the meeting. And so that can really, really help with the confidence there. And yeah, yeah, I also wanted to say about um, building the mind. I heard recently, because you said about the affirmations, and I know in in a certain profiling system, I'm a profile that actually gets energy of receiving gratitude. And what somebody said to me recently is if I can work on self-gratitude, And noticing where I've done a good job and telling myself that, really value my work, my creativity, 
I'll start naturally attracting it in the world around me. So look, I'm just putting it out there. I haven't yet tried it out. It's new information. It makes total logical sense to me, uh, but it's work in progress. <laughs> yep, that's brilliant. And that actually does support some research in another workshop that I offer actually, Liz, is that gratitude is the way to our happiness, right? So if we go back to March of 20, which was a very scary time for all of us, I dipped into a happiness course, right? I, I took a course, it was online, obviously. And I found some amazing research that actually scientifically supports what you just said, that in moments of unhappiness, we it's best to think of our gratitude and what we're grateful for, right? And this starts to transfer and shift our mind into what happiness is. It really is being grateful for what we have and then also being kind to other people and giving to other people. That And that's truly what makes the world go round. But I, I love learning. I've said this before. I feel that every day is a school day. <laughs> and I took that, de I definitely took that opportunity. But I love that you shared that, Liz, because it is, it is really important for us to think about what we have and think about how brilliant you are, right? And just- And how brilliant uh, you are. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is just, this is so much fun. I, you know, you and I, we've done this before. We can talk all day, but I know we have, <laughs> we have, we want to pinpoint what's important for your listeners today. Yeah. I actually also did um, laughter yoga training. Uh, when Laughter when, yoga. Yes. So it's not yoga as in you contort your body. They call it laughter yoga because it uses a lot of the breathing techniques. Um and again, it's been proven that they call it a simulated smile or a simulated laugh, which basically means like a fake smile or a fake laugh, has the same effect on the brain as a real one. So you don't need to try and find comedy or, you know, something to smile at, something to laugh at. You can fake it till you make it and it, it helps your brain. So what I do also before some of the meetings is, you know, just to raise my own vibe that I can, you know, be with the group and have fun and all of that. Uh, and also just get my voice right. I don't know if you've ever had this, but you try and say hi. You, you, you've been doing makeup and hair and then you try and say hi and it's a bit of a croaky voice. So before I unmute and my camera's off, I'll just sit there going, hi, hi, I'm Liz Finlay, hi. And I'm smiling, hi, I'm Liz Finlay. Just getting my voice into that um, mode of, actually presenting to to the group while smiling <laughs> yep oh again you bring up such great tips you know imagine you're on the telephone and you can't see the other person well we can actually hear you smile if i would have closed my eyes when you were just doing that i would have known that you were smiling we can actually hear smiles right and i think that's important again as a body language technique to pay attention to when you're on the telephone even though people can't see you they can hear how you feel. So I think that's a beautiful tip that you shared. Yes, and we definitely have to practice <laughs> before we record. I agree with you. Well, Francesca, thank you so much for joining us today. You've shared some great tips and I loved hearing them again. Love the Wonder Woman pose. Going to be doing that in the mirror. And yes. so if you'd like to connect with Francesca, check out her podcast or even check out her workshops. You can find her at dressedsmart.com and I will post that in the description below.
So thank you, Francesca. Oh, thank you, Liz. This has been truly amazing. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.